This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, and I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe BetterHelp is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MakeYourBed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MakeYourBed. Well, good morning, good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. So I've been rereading adult children of emotionally immature parents, How to Heal from Distant, Rejecting, or Self-Involved Parents, written by Lindsay C. Gibson. When I first heard about this book on TikTok, I immediately ran to my library app and downloaded it as an audiobook. It took a while because it was on hold, but by the time I listened to it, I had already ordered it to be picked up at the library, and I finally got it. I genuinely feel like it's been six months since then. But because it came at such a random, unexpected time, I was still knee-deep in my fiction books, and I really just wasn't feeling the vibe. So last night, I was feeling guilty about having it and not reading it when it's probably on hold for other people who are waiting. And I was like, I'll just return it with the batch that I'm going to return tomorrow. But it's pretty short, so I'll just glaze through it real quick and see if there's anything that comes up that feels valuable enough to share in the podcast, because that's the reason I checked it out in the first place. I was listening to the audiobook, and I was like, so much of this would be valuable to share share with y'all. Long story longer, I ended up staying up all night and I read the whole book and now I have some things to share. Before I begin though, I want to talk about how I interpreted this book as a person reading it in adulthood who is still not comfortable calling out my parents for some of the emotional immaturity that they have displayed over the years. But this book does do a good job at cushioning that blow. It expects that pushback from us. And as a result, the first time I read it, it was really easy to identify emotional immaturity in my exes or in people I've dated. And it takes me a second to get into the frame of mind that this is supposed to be addressing how our parents treat us. 
And of course, like with all generalized psychology or therapy, there is situational nuance that can't be accounted for when you're reading it from a generalized book. So I felt it really important just to bring up my hesitations on my own experience when reading this, in case you're feeling some of the same, but still can benefit from the information within it. Because even if you had the most amazing and mature and perfect caregivers, I'm pretty sure everyone has experienced some type of interaction with someone who could use a little more of these tactics, like the boundary setting and the communication, etc., etc. The point is, I will be pulling willy-nilly from this book as it pertained to my situation and what I deemed important. And there are so many reasons why I do this. One, so I don't get arrested for plagiarizing. (laughs) Two, to keep it entertaining in case you have read these books or will never read these books, it won't matter because you'll be getting my interpretation of what I read. Just trying to keep shit spicy and fun. Also, real talk, I have my feelings hurt because one person tuned into one episode where I read an article and was like, if I wanted to hear people read articles and I was like, damn it, I will never do that again. So just know if you're the type of person that's been waiting for me to just read articles with no commentary, you can blame that one commenter. Just kidding. That was a sign of emotional immaturity. Your first quiz. All right, enough rambling about the intro. Let's get into the intro. This book begins by reminding us that we are accustomed to think that all grown-ups are more mature than children. But naturally, that's not always the case. Some people just aren't emotionally mature as adults, and some children are incredibly sensitive to emotional responsiveness, which makes their caregivers pull back even further, which means they are more emotionally neglected. Because regardless of our age, we all have emotional needs that need to be met. And if, when we were young, we weren't modeled emotional responsiveness in a mature way, it's nearly impossible to not take that with you everywhere you go into adulthood. Whether your parents were the type to pull back from emotional closeness or the type to never apologize, or they were just focused on survival, we have to recognize that that does have an effect on how we view ourselves and our relationships. Because for me personally, my parents were very verbal with their love for me and their support for me. But because of the way that I need emotional closeness and the way that my mom didn't give emotional closeness, I still felt emotionally very lonely despite knowing I'm well cared for and loved. And in many ways, that has confused and muddled my interpretation of my relationship with my parents because the quote-unquote abuse or trauma that I experienced in childhood wasn't obvious or intentional. And when things aren't obvious or intentional, it can be hard to place blame, which often means we can continually blame ourselves and perpetuate these cycles of feeling emotionally lonely in our future relationships because we were unable to see them clearly. I've spent many years doubting my own lovability and worthiness of love, simply because of the way people reacted to my calls for love when I was young. But because they did love me in their own ways, and I was able to see that, it's been very hard for me to say my mom didn't love me or abused me because she didn't do it on purpose. But that does not change the impact of the trauma. And understanding your own trauma and where it stems from is such a critical piece in growing from it and being able to not fall into the same fucking patterns that you feel bad about. But it takes a more objective look at your reality. And unfortunately, that's really fucking hard to do because we are living a subjective experience. And since we're thinking about our subjective experience objectively, it's obviously very hard to detach emotions because the emotions involved are such an important tell of the situation, if that makes sense point is, when we're young, it's nearly impossible to know that our parents don't have it all together and aren't perfect. So if things go wrong, it's natural to want to blame ourselves. 
And because our guardians or caregivers were trying their best, they don't want to take blame for it. Obviously, that will feel really bad if you're fucking up at the one job you have, which is raising your kid right. So it's natural for them to deny the impact that they're having on you, which will only perpetuate your own thinking of, I'm the problem. And because our most natural brain tells us there is safety in familiarity, even if that familiarity isn't safe, it would make sense that these cycles would continue to prove that we are unlovable, unworthy, or incapable of emotional connection, despite that just not being true. And I've already decided I'm going to make this a series because there's so much I can dive into and I want to keep it kind of organized. But in the introduction, I want to talk about the fact that there are thousands of ways emotional immaturity can show up in a parent, whether that means them being too clingy and too codependent and expecting too much of you so that now in your adult relationships, you don't have the capacity, time, or energy to commit to a new relationship because you're too busy worried about your parents, or the opposite, where they neglected to make you feel important at all, so you might tend to seek validation from less healthy means, or everything in between. My mom was a little bit in the middle. She's either full hog in or full hog out. But because connection is such a vital part to our humanity, as it improves our chances of survival, decreases our amount of stress, and is important to our mental health, if you're like me, you'll jump through hoops to try to explain or justify how things have affected you. And that's all well and good if it helps you sleep at night, but the important part is to not ignore that it has inherently affected you. Because getting to the base of your feelings and needs and wants and expectations are far more important than placing blame, though understanding the sources of that trauma can be really valuable in figuring it out. But I'll be back tomorrow to continue this series. And in the meantime, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. I love you so stinking much. And I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, cutie. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.